0: Welcome to From God's Heart to Mine. Thanks for joining me as we aim to draw nearer to God every day. Vulnerability is hard. We struggle with vulnerability, partly because we want to be perceived as strong and self-sufficient and independent. We don't want the people around us to perceive us as weak or struggling and so we sometimes cover up our struggles and our weaknesses. We struggle to be honest with ourselves and about ourselves. We struggle to open up around people we do not trust fully. You know, if you're in an environment where you're not familiar with the people around you, you're going to be more closed off. You're not going to share the same things that you would with those who are close to you. We struggle with vulnerability. However, a relationship with God requires vulnerability. We need to open up in our relationship with God. You know, Psalm fifty-one is one of the most vulnerable expressions of the human heart imaginable. In Psalm fifty-one. David had committed sin. He had committed adultery with the woman Bathsheba. He had murdered her husband Uriah. He had attempted to cover up his sin, to hide his weakness and his failure. And yet, when the prophet Nathan confronted him with the reality of his own sin and what he had done, David then wrote Psalm 51 as he turned to God for repentance. And as he turned to God in repentance for forgiveness. And I think we learn a valuable lesson from the vulnerability that David shows in this psalm. In the first four verses, I need to acknowledge my failure so I can seek his forgiveness. David says, have mercy upon me, O God. David begins by acknowledging his failure. And if we're unwilling to acknowledge when we have sinned and done things that are against God and therefore evil, transgressions, and iniquity, we have to acknowledge those failures in order to seek his forgiveness and even ask for his mercy. But the second thing in this psalm is that I must acknowledge my weakness so I can seek his strength. And that's verses 5 through 12, where David acknowledges that he doesn't have it all together in his life. He's not strong enough to be able to avoid sin completely. He needs God's help and God's strength. For example, in this section, he says in verse number 10, created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Then in verse 12, he says, Uphold me by your generous spirit. David recognized that he was weak, that he was sinful, that to David it was like he had sinned his entire life. He could barely remember a time when he had not committed sin. And as he's crying out to God for forgiveness, for cleansing, David says, God, I need your help. I need your strength. I need you to renew me and uphold me. If we don't acknowledge our weaknesses, we can never depend on the strength of God that we so desperately need. The third thing is that I must acknowledge my worthlessness so I can seek his glory. That's verses 13 through 16. David says, if you do this for me, if you forgive me and restore me, I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted to you. Verse 14, David says, if you deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. You see, David is asking to be made righteous again, but it really wasn't for his own sake. It was to lift up and glorify God. Verse 15, O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall show forth Your praise for David, he realized that he was relatively worthless. Now, this doesn't mean that we should discount the value we have as God's creation and as beings who are made in his image. You know, humans, their bodies and souls, we have inherent value because God made us. But humility is about recognizing that our value comes from God. Depends on God and therefore should be turned back to God in giving glory to Him. If I'm not vulnerable enough to acknowledge that I, compared to God, am lowly, worthless, and realize that it's God who deserves all glory and praise, not me, then I can't have the relationship with my Creator that I should. The fourth thing is that I must acknowledge my brokenness, so I can seek his work in my life. In verses 17 through 19, David says the sacrifices of God, what God really wants from us, are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. And then in verses 18 and 19, David describes God's work on behalf of his people, and that when God worked and built up his people, then verse 19, you shall be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness. He begins by saying, God doesn't want sacrifice from us, physical sacrifice. He wants us to realize how broken we are. Then he describes God's work for his people, and that God would then be pleased with what they offer him. Being vulnerable. Means acknowledging how broken and hurt and needy I am as I offer the little I have to God to let Him work in me to make something good out of it. Having a relationship with God means opening up my heart with vulnerability. Christianity is not meant to be a heartless endeavor where we're closed off to God and everyone around us. God wants my heart. That means I have to be honest with myself and about myself. And it means I have to trust God and be close enough to him to open up. When you pray today, be more vulnerable with God. He already knows what is in your heart and in your life. It's for your sake in the relationship that you should open up. Thanks for listening to this episode of From God's Heart to Mine. I'm Caleb Griffith. You can send me a message on any platform, and I'll include you in my prayers today. Open your heart today to pursue God's heart and try to show His heart to others.